Welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun, the author of Press Into the Power. I hope you're enjoying this music that we have. Uh, This song is called Miracle from Sylvia Jones' latest music project, which is available online wherever music is sold or streamed. Or you can reach out to her on her website, www.sylviajones.com, helping you experience God's presence through contemporary worship. Listen, uh, before we get started today, I want to bring you just a quick note from our sponsor, Distinction Inc. Do you need custom t-shirts or hoodies? Look no further than Distinction Inc. From screen printing to embroidery, Distinction Inc. provides high-quality apparel and promotional items with stress-free customer service. Distinction Inc. also provides competitive pricing, especially for nonprofit organizations and churches. If you have any upcoming projects, they would love to earn your business and exceed your expectation. You can request a quote by visiting www.distinctioninc.com. Distinction Inc. We deliver results that make you say, wow. All right, let's get ready for the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. Calling all fathers, calling all fathers, calling all fathers, calling men who need to be fathers. I have a distinct burden on my heart as I do this podcast. This is the Friday before Father's Day. Father's Day is one of the most uncelebrated holidays, unheralded holidays. I mean, people rarely even make a big deal out of Father's Day. It's not even a big deal in terms of business in the marketplace. But I will say this, that spending today with my granddaughter on the playground It just gave me a burden, a burden that I once fulfilled as a teacher many years ago before I pastored, before I was really involved in um, some of the community work that I do. I I did a lot of work with kids, consultant for a while and a teacher for a while, and eventually wound up rounding out my career as a dean. But one of the roles that was constantly being filled as a teacher as a dean and as a consultant, was that of a father. Always a father figure. There are so many abandoned adult children out here that do not have fathers. So many abandoned adolescent children that do not have fathers. So many abandoned children who do not have fathers. And it's not because There was not a progenitor or a man to procreate with a woman, but because the role of the father is greater than just making a child. The role of a father is helping that child to grow, helping give that child a place of security, helping to give that child a place of hope, setting order in the house. And so today, as I do this podcast, I sincerely sincerely apologize on behalf of all of us who are fathers 
who maybe could have taken on a greater role in our communities and maybe taken on an extra role with another child that needs a father. But we're in a conundrum right now. We're in a situation. We're in a pickle. We're in a bind. But this is something I do want to say, and I want to be very, very clear. For those of you who do not have an earthly father to call on, and you do not have an earthly father figure to lay your head on his shoulder, or the person who was supposed to be a father abandoned, abused, or mistreated you, again, we apologize, but I want you to know today as the commentator or the author or whatever you want to call me of this podcast that you have a father who is in heaven who loves you who really really loves you and there's nothing like a father's love a father's love is teaching it's instructing a father's love is scaffolding a father's love gives you direction and I can only speak from my father because all of those things he gave me and he gave me love and I salute him on this father's day James Calhoun Jr. for all of the time that he spent pouring into my hard concrete head those things that would help me 20 years later to be the man of God that God have called me to be. And so if you don't have a natural father, you do have a father who is in heaven. Remember your father. Remember the God who created the heavens and the earth. Remember the God who says that we are precious in his sight. Remember the God who says that we are fearfully and wondrously made. Remember the God who says he will never leave us nor forsake us. Remember the God who says all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. Remember the God that says greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Remember the God that will be there for us, never to leave us, never to forsake us. He'll be with us always, even until the end of the world. Remember the God who even considers our death precious in his sights. Remember the God who lets us know the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. Remember the God who comes in our life and says when he enters our life, old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Remember the God who is our hope, our shelter in the time of storm, a very present help in the time of trouble. Remember, because that God is our father. He is our progenitor. He formulated us before we ever entered our, our mother's womb. Remember the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is our father. And we owe him everything for the father we do have, for the father we did have, for the father that we will become, for the fathers that our children will become. We owe God everything. And so if he ever calls on you to spend a little extra time in the community with a young man or a young woman to help them grow, to help them develop, to help them become. You be a father. You be the best 
I want to think of the name, but you be the best father that you can be for them. And no, you won't be perfect. But at least they'll have a shoulder to cry on. At least they'll have an ear that will listen to them. At least they'll have a heart that is sensitive to what's going on in their life. At least they have a voice that is familiar. At least they have a person they can connect to in the earth. And a person that can point to them and show them the way to the father. Men, we can be a father. But we can never take the place of the father. So be encouraged, men. Be encouraged. Keep doing what you're doing to all of you all who are playing multiple roles in your homes, in the church, in the marketplace, in the schools. In the military, in corporate America, for all of you who have taken the role of fatherhood seriously and expanded it beyond our own homes, I want to salute you on this Father's Day and I want to say thank you on behalf of everyone that you have supported down through the years. We love you, we appreciate you, and we honor you in Jesus' name. Now, I don't want to miss those mothers who have stepped in the role of fathers and who are taking on the position of fathers, those grandmothers who are also standing in the role of fathers, grandfathers who are now standing in the role of fathers, great-grandfathers. There are a lot of people stepping in to fill the role, but there's nothing like a father. And that's why I tell you to point your children or those people who you are covering as a father figure in the direction of the father because a father is great and we can do some wonderful things but the greatest father amongst us is he who lives who is and is to come and that is God our father the father who wrapped himself up in human flesh and gave himself to us he is the greatest father that ever lived. I like when he uses Paul as a spiritual father. Uh, in the book of Colossians, Paul writes with his spiritual son Timothy, and they write to the people, the saints at Colossae, and that is the city of the Colossians. And one of the things that he makes a point of telling us, and one of the things that I want to say to you, because I know being a father is not easy. Being a father, it's very difficult. It's a long journey. You have to be very patient. There's no real manual for being a father. I mean, we read the word, but outside of the word, there's no manual. There's no book. There's no manuscript for being a good father. And maybe some uh, men have taken the time to write down some things, but fatherhood varies from culture to culture, from generation to generation. But there are some things that we can count on that we need as fathers. And one of those things that I saw Paul writing about in the book to the city of the Colossians was faithfulness. And so I want you to remember as a father, you need to be faithful, faithful to God, faithful to marriage, faithful to paternal uh, responsibilities. Uh, those are responsibilities of a father. If you happen to be a mother who is a single mom and trying to be a father, faithful to those maternal responsibilities, faithful in your marketplace, faithful in church, 
faithful in all the things that pertain to life and godliness. And those are critically important that you note that you will be judged by God, by your faithfulness. Be faithful. Do the very best you can. Make mistakes, repent, get up, keep moving. But do the very best you can to be the very best father that you can be or the very best father figure that you can be. I want to close with a little sultry, and many of you know about my sultry. That is poetry for the soul. And it starts like this. It's just simply called Father's Day. A father is more than a man because every man is not a father. A father is more than a sperm donor. Because a father cannot create life and walk away. Only a man can do that. A real father operates under the rules of responsibility, accountability, and visibility. A real father is responsible for his actions. A real father is accountable to his father in heaven and the people that count on him. A real father is visible in the life of his family and is an influencer in the life of his community. A real father is a prophet, a priest, a king, protector, and provider. A real father should be a visionary for his family, speaking the mind of God as a prophet and speaking into the lives of his children and those who he comes in contact with. A real father should be a priest, a man with a relationship with God. A real father should be a king, chief servant in his family. A real father gives his family a sense of security as he is the protector of his family. And a real father works to provide for his family because he is a provider. He knows that his family has certain needs and he is the one who makes sure that that provision is laid at the feet of those who need him and that household. So remember, and those of you who struggled with the, the king thing, remember this. He who serves is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And so I say this, I say this with all sincerity, saluting all of the fathers everywhere, saluting my own father, uh, again, James Calhoun Jr. But I want to say this, that we have a role to play. We have a job to play. And the first job and the first role we must have is just being faithful. Be faithful over a few things and God will make us rule over much. So I want you to be encouraged. Hang in there. Do the work of the ministry. God will bless you. If you fall short, you repent. Ask God to forgive you. Get back on our horse. Let's keep treading water. Let's keep doing what we do. And let's bring God some glory. You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. And remember, as you go forth celebrating your father, your grandfather, that significant man in your life who represents a father, go and influence the nations. God bless.